everyone. Welcome to my podcast hosted by me, Judy Kopsar. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Greetings, health seekers, and welcome to the Master Your Thoughts podcast. I'm Judy Kopsar, and today's episode is on comfortable lies, uncomfortable truths. I can't wait to get into this topic. Master your thoughts. Why master your thoughts? Why do we need to master our thoughts? And why an entire podcast dedicated to mastering your thoughts? Well, it is because your thoughts are far more powerful than you think. In fact, I don't think that we actually put enough emphasis on our thoughts and really have a complete understanding of how powerful they are. In fact, last week, go back and listen to last week's episode of Master Your Thoughts because I had the one and only Dr. Bradley Cobbsar on here talking about just how powerful your thoughts are, not airy, fairy, positive thinking power, but actual grow dendrites in your neuropathways power, scientifically proven how your thoughts actually create and manifest physical things in your life, emotional things in your life, people that come into your life, whether you think the thought that it was your original thought or a situation happened to you and you had a reaction and a thought and emotion from it. Either way, whatever you think about what happened or about what you're creating, that is what is going to be manifested in your life. That's why Master Your Thoughts podcast. That's why in Wellness Method, you know, we are focused on restoring physical health, resolving health conditions, the root cause, right? Naturally, no medications or surgeries. But really, a lot of what we do is also about mastering your thoughts. So welcome, everybody. Welcome, YouTube watchers, Facebook watchers, all the podcast listeners, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're on so many platforms now. It's awesome. We want you to subscribe. We want you to share. We want you to like. We want you to do all the things that you can press on so that we can move on and affect change wherever we go. And if this podcast speaks to you, then share it. Share it with somebody who you think is going to benefit from hearing it. All right, so we're going to get into our topic. So um, I'm going to start out by reading from one of my favorite books. Uh, It's called As a Man Thinketh. And this is hmm, probably, I have read this book three or four times, maybe more. Um, But I'm going to read from a chapter called Effects of Thought on Health and the Body. Ha, go figure. I'm going to read about that. (laughs) Yes, you know me so well. All right. So the body is, I'm going to actually put on my glasses for this because I need to. Isn't that great? You get to see like behind the scenes Jude with her glasses on. Oh, so much better. All right. The body is the servant of the mind. It obeys the operations of the mind, whether they be deliberately chosen, right? Whether you chose to think that or automatically expressed, meaning something happened to you and you express a thought or an emotion or reaction from that. At the bidding of unlawful thoughts, the body sinks rapidly into disease and decay. At the command of glad and beautiful thoughts, it becomes clothed with youthfulness and beauty. Disease and health, like circumstances, are rooted in thought. Okay, so that tees us up for what we're going to talk about and gives you just a 
glimpse into how powerful your thoughts really are. And, you know, we think millions of thoughts a day, millions of them. And what we learned from Dr. Kobsar in last week's podcast was that most of those thoughts move into our subconscious mind and they stay there and they just run around and roam around and ruminate in our subconscious mind. Okay. And that affects our conscious mind and our decisions. Okay. So we're going to be talking about comfortable lies and uncomfortable truths. All right. We live in duality. All right. We tell ourselves lies, but we also tell ourselves truths. Sometimes it is more comfortable to believe a lie than it is to tell yourself the truth. So we're going to talk about comfortable lies. So basically, this means that we're making excuses. We're telling ourselves lies about our life, about our situation, about our health, about our body, about something. Okay. We're telling ourselves lies. Lies can also come from the external world. So lies can come from the media, movies, TV, magazine, newspapers, a coach, a parent, a friend, a sibling, lies can come from everywhere. And what that simply means is it isn't a truth for you, all right? Because we all have our own truth. But there are many times where I can look back and someone of influence told me something in my life that was a lie. Now, I'm not saying that person was a liar. It was true for them, or maybe, I don't know what their motivation was, but it wasn't true for me, okay? Why do I say comfortable lies? Because a lot of times it's more comfortable to stay in believing that lie is true than it is to actually tell yourself the truth. All right. So we'll get into what that means more in detail as I move through four of the top comfortable lies that we hear at Wellness Method a lot, even outside of Wellness Method. So even talking to people out and about. These are a lot of the lies that we hear. Now, don't take this personally. You are not a liar when I say you're telling yourself a lie. It's influence. It's programming. We are often programmed to believe things that actually later on we wake up and we're like, holy crap, I can't believe I believed that. That didn't serve me. What the heck was I thinking, right? Don't be too hard on yourself because a lot of times, you know, you're young or you're asleep, or in my case, I was asleep. Um, but, you know, it, it, if you push for the truth, you will eventually get out of the line, find the truth. And we're going to talk about how we do that. So line number one that I hear a lot, not only here at Wellness Method, but kind of out in society, out and about, is my parents had diabetes, and I'm talking about type two. My parents had diabetes, so that's why I have it. Or that's why I'm going to get it. My parents, my uncle, my brother, my grandparents, you know, whatever family lineage you might be talking about. So that's that's a common lie that we hear in people that come and want to work with us or people that, you know, I'm out and about in the community talking to talking to. Now, why is that a lie? Because it's not true. But it is something that has been taught to us in society by the medical industry, by medical schools, um, by just a myth that gets perpetuated and kind of passed down. It's like playing telephone, (laughs) but 
But if you play telephone in the holistic community, you're not going to get that messed up. You're going to know that actually just because your parent had diabetes, that doesn't mean you're going to have diabetes. You get to choose. All right. So that's a lie that becomes a comfortable lie. Now, why? Why is that a comfortable lie? It's a comfortable lie because you're like, it's not my fault. I'm a diabetic, but that's because my parents were diabetic. So it's not my fault. So it's comfortable because you don't have to take responsibility for that. You don't have to do anything except just kind of blame your lineage and just say, it's just because they had it. So I have it. Oh, well, move on taking your medications and having imbalanced blood sugar. So that that's a comfortable lie because you don't have to do anything. You just accept that to be true. You're comfortable. You're moving on, right? You're just moving along with diabetes or you don't have it yet, but you're talking yourself into it and you're not doing anything to make sure you don't get it. So what's the difference between a comfortable lie and a comfort and an uncomfortable truth? So an uncomfortable truth in this case with diabetes If somebody says that, you would say, hold on, hold on a second. Let me research that. Okay. Because I've heard that there are people out there doing things with their health, changing the way they're living, the way they're eating, really looking into their lab work and their DNA and all that. And they're lowering their blood sugar, balancing their blood sugar. They're getting off medications. They're resolving their blood sugar imbalances. So maybe I can too but I'm going to have to do something. I'm going to have to make an effort if I'm going to resolve those blood sugar issues. So that's an uncomfortable truth. And guess what? Here's the deal. An uncomfortable truth always comes with effort. You have to take a step after you uncover or drop down into or step into the uncomfortable truth. It's always going to take effort because you're going to have to do something now to resolve those blood sugar issues. All right. Line number two that I hear a lot. Well, all the women or men in my family are heavy. So that's why I am too. Okay. I've heard that a lot. You might say that to yourself a lot. I know people who thought that for many, many years. I know people who just figured they were going to be over 200 pounds because everyone in their family was, or they were over 200 pounds for most of their adult life, more than 15 years. Okay. So it's just the way it is. You know, everyone in my family is this way. So that's why I'm really heavy. Okay. So that is a comfortable lie because you're kind of just going with the flow. If I'm saying that I'm just going with the flow right? I'm just floating on down the river. There's no effort there. It's just the way it is. So I'm going to float along in my inner tube with everyone else, (laughs) just the way it is, right? So there's no effort in that, in that comfortable lie. So do you see how that's comfortable? And we'll talk a little bit later about how it kind of doesn't stay comfortable. But right now we're talking about a comfortable lie. You don't have to do anything. You just have to assume the position and float on by. An uncomfortable truth in this regard of just all the women in my family are heavy. And so that means I'm going to be heavy. An uncomfortable truth would be, I am going to break this generational curse now, here and now. Okay. I am going to be the first in my family to break this generational curse 
No longer is this going to be the habit of the way the women or the men in my family look and my kids and my grandkids are not going to deal with the same struggle or the same lie that they're going to tell themselves. So that's an uncomfortable truth. Okay. Now it becomes uncomfortable because you state your truth that you declare this is no longer going to be what you believe. And then you have to start doing something. (laughs) You have to take action. So you're just floating down the lazy river, which I call it, which like, you know, all those water parks, there's the lazy river and you just sit on that inner tube and you're just floating along. But when you, and you're comfortable, but when you get into that uncomfortable truth, you're starting to move around in your inner tube. And the lazy river that's really calm and that you were flowing with is starting to like get wavy and people next to you are like, what are you doing? Stop moving around. Just stay calm. Stay cool. Just be comfortable. Don't make any waves. But you're like, no, no, I'm uncomfortable now. I'm I'm telling myself the truth. I need to get out of this inner tube. I need to get to the shore and I need to start doing something. And so like, you know, you're paddling to the shore. You know, I've done this before because every year we go and spend a week or two um, in the summer in Canada. And they have this canal that connects from one big, beautiful Okanagan Lake to a smaller, even more beautiful Skaha Lake. Those are the names of the lakes. And there's this canal that we float down that Dr. Kobsar, myself, our two daughters, we float down this canal every year. And like, it's cool and it's great. But when somebody starts like trying to get out of the boat or the inner tube starts getting all upset and you try and get towards the bank, get out of the inner tube, right? When it comes the time to like get off the inner tube and get up and like get your ride back or whatever, you're starting to upset the apple cart. And people are like, stop splashing me, stop splashing me. And you're trying to get over to that side. Now it's becoming really uncomfortable. Okay. It's becoming uncomfortable because you don't want to get wet, right? You're trying to get out of this lazy river flow of just being heavy like everyone else in the family and you're paddling yourself over to the side and you're trying not to fall out of the inner tube. You guys know what I'm talking about. If you've ever done this before, especially if you're an adult and you're like getting out of the inner tube and it slips and then you get all wet and then you have to climb up the shore, but then you're off and running, right? That you got uncomfortable. You had to get uncomfortable. And on the back end of that is taking action. Well, now you're running down the path and you're looking at your family still floating down that lazy river. Okay. Going with the flow, still comfortable. And you hope that eventually you can pull some of them in and help them get moving on the uncomfortable truth too. So that's lie number two. Lie number three, uncomfortable or comfortable lie number three. When your symptoms are gone, you no longer have the disease. Okay. So I'm talking about taking medication. So when you take a medication and you don't have those symptoms anymore, you're good. You're cured. You don't have the disease anymore. Take your thyroid medication, right? You don't really have depression anymore. You're cured. No, you're not. That's a comfortable lie. Why? Because it's easier to take a pill and to kind of quell the symptoms than it is to eat a clean diet and change things and heal your body, heal your, your body at a cellular level. You just pop that pill and go. That's easier. That's more comfortable than changing your lifestyle. Okay. An uncomfortable truth speaking to when your symptoms are gone, you no longer have the disease. That's the lie. But an uncomfortable truth is my labs are lying to me. My labs are lying to me. That's an uncomfortable truth because now you got to like look at things in a different way and you have to critically think and go, hold on, I have high blood pressure. 
but I'm taking blood pressure medication. So my blood pressure comes down. So my labs, when I, you know, get my labs done in the insurance-based medical system, not here, but insurance-based medical system, because we do our labs very different here. That's why I said not here. We do labs here, but they're very different. Insurance-based medicine, you're going to look at your labs while you're on high blood pressure medication and your blood pressure is going to look great, but your labs are lying to you. Why? How do you know that? Because what will happen if you go off your blood pressure medication? Your blood pressure will go up. Why? Because you haven't changed anything. You haven't gotten uncomfortable and resolved the root cause of why your blood pressure is high in the first place. So an uncomfortable truth is going to lead to the effort of restoring your health, changing your lifestyle, working on things, exercise, what you eat, what you think, what you do with your body, what your labs say, how high your inflammation is. That's effort. It's not easy, but that's why it's called an uncomfortable truth because it's always going to lead to the truth of how you actually get your health restored. So that's line number three. Oh, okay. This makes me think, okay. This makes me think of a story that, um, that I experienced, um, this summer on a very, very hot day. So I liken an, a comfortable lie and an uncomfortable truth with like, which line do you want to stand in? Okay. Do you want to stand in the line of comfortable lies or uncomfortable truths? The, the standing in the line of the uncomfortable, of the comfortable lie, standing in that line, that line doesn't really move. You're just standing in that line. You're like, I'm comfortable, right? I'm, I'm thinking if I just stay on this blood pressure medication, I'm never going to have problems. Meanwhile, you, you know, you're inflamed, highly inflamed. It's affecting your liver. The blood pressure medication is it's affecting your stomach lining, your kidneys, like all these things, silent storm, right? Inflammation, right? But I'm standing in the comfortable line thinking that my symptoms are gone. So I'm good. That comfortable lie, that line that you're standing in with all these other people, it doesn't move. You're just standing there telling yourself lies. Again, I am not speaking at you. I'm speaking with you because I'm going to share a story with you of my comfortable lie. The other line, the uncomfortable truth line, that line's always moving. You are not going to see those people staying in one place. Okay. So here's, here's my story. Here's a great analogy of comfortable lies and uncomfortable truths. So I'm at Hurricane Harbor. It's 106 degrees out. This is a water park in Concord, California. I'm taking our youngest daughter, Sky, and her friend there for the day. And it is so hot and so crowded. And there comes a point where the girls need to eat and they need to drink. And so I need to order them food and water. So I look at the concession stand line and it's really long. Okay. It's, it's just like, it's against the wall. It's under the shade, which was great, but it is super long. So I'm like, I am not standing in that line. I am going to get my trusty phone app and I'm going to order the food because Hurricane Harbor, the water park has has this phone app that you can use. And I'm thinking I'm all smart that I'm going to use the phone app to order their food. So I order it, boom, push, send, pay for it. Looks like about 30 minutes. No problem. Food's going to be ready. They're going to have their water. I'm dying of thirst. It's so hot. So I go find them. I take video of them. They're having a great time. I tell them, you know, meet me back in about 20 minutes and I'll have water for you and food. So I get back to the place where I would stand in line to quickly pick up my 
my phone ordered food as I'm proudly walking by the concession stand line that's super long. When I get to the pickup line for the phone app order, it's long and it's not moving and it's in the sun. Meanwhile, the concession stand line is long, but it's moving and it's in the shape. So I'm like, okay, what the heck? I thought ordering on the app was going to make this go faster. Well, I'm going to wait it out. Like, can't be that bad, right? So I'm standing in line. I'm still kind of in the back of the line. So I'm, I'm feeling a little bit of the shade from the umbrella, but I'm like inches away. If one more person gets helped at the front of the line, I'm standing in the sun. Well, that time came. Like I'm literally in that line for another 30 minutes and it's hot. And people in front of me, there's probably 15 people in front of me. They are dying, but everyone is standing in this line in the sun and just staying there, staying stuck. It is moving so slow. It's perpendicular to the building, fully in the sun, whereas the concession stand line is horizontal to the building, under the overhang, in the shade, and it's moving. And I'm thinking, okay, I made a big mistake. Well, okay, I'm here. I'm just going to like figure this out. So I'm looking around and I'm like, we could fully move this line against the building too and be in the shade facing the other way, right? It's still not moving, but at least we'll all be in the shade because I'm not about to stand in the sun for another 30 minutes. Meanwhile, the girls have come back and forth twice. Like, where's our water? We're dying, right? I'm dying. So I kind of have this thing, like I like to go wherever I go. I like to just kind of like, make the world a better place, whatever corner of the world I'm in. So I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm going to just kind of like, you know, I'm going to ask these people nicely, like, let's all get in the shade. Like, let's make things better for all of us and get in the shade in the line. So I gently ask people in this line, that's not moving the comfortable lies line. Okay. You guys, if we just all kind of take steps and we move against the wall, we're all going to be in the shade. Well, they're all getting really nervous about me asking this. They're like, well, I don't want to lose my place in line. And, you know, if that person doesn't move, then I move, then I'm out of line and I'm waiting another 20 minutes. I'm like, I get that. But like, let's have some trust. Let's work together. So I literally had to talk 15 people into, gently talk them into moving the line horizontal against the wall so that we're all in the shade. They were comfortably stuck in the sun, not wanting to move. Meanwhile, now I'm in the shade and I'm like, okay, this is better, but I'm looking at the line over there, the concession stand line, and it is moving. Okay. This is where I cut bait. And I'm like, I am not staying in this line anymore. I'm going to jump out and get to the uncomfortable line. So I go over there and right as I'm walking by, there are these two lovely ladies. They're up at the front, they're at the window and they're like fumbling with their money. They're pulling cash out. It's all wet because they were in the lazy river. And they're ordering. And so I walk up to them and I say, ladies, how about I make you a deal? I will pay for whatever it is you want, right? Whatever you're ordering, whatever you want. If I can add six waters on to your order. And they were like, uh, heck yeah. <laughs> they just got free food and drink. So well, I think it came to about 45 bucks, but it was worth it, right? That included our waters, but they ordered like drinks. There's cocktails at this place, beer, wine, which uh, that's another story. I don't know why they're selling beer and wine at a kid's water park, but anyway, so I stepped out of the comfortable line and got in the uncomfortable line and took action and took effort and started moving. Those ladies made their day, got the girls their water. Everybody's happy. They're off and running, having a good time. So we really have to look at like that choice about what line do we want to stand in? Because the comfortable lies line, it's not moving. It's not going anywhere. 
the uncomfortable truth line. That's the line that's going to be moving. Okay, so line number four. Comfortable line number four. It's too hard. It's too hard. I can't do it. Have you ever told yourself that about anything? I mean, it could be your health, but like, have you told yourself that about anything? I bet you have, right? It's too hard. I can't do that. Why is this a comfortable lie? Because you don't have to do anything. (laughs) You've already told yourself you can't do it and it's too hard. So you're off the hook. All right. Well, let's talk about the uncomfortable truth of this one. Are you ready? That's a big fat excuse that you're telling yourself. You're telling yourself, I can't do it. It's too hard. That is a big fat excuse that's stopping you. Here's what you need to be saying to yourself. Uncomfortable truth. That's a big fat excuse, self. People sicker than me are restoring their health. People younger than me are restoring their health. People older than me, busier than me are restoring their health. I can do it, but it's going to take work, right? There's the effort. You have to make the effort. So do you see how these comfortable lies, they keep you all cozy, simple, these people in the sun, (laughs) in that situation, little to no effort in the small zone, I call it, and stuck. And it can go on for years and years. That comfortable lies line in the sun, when I was waiting for my phone pickup order, uh, 45 minutes, 45 minutes before I made the jump over and I was kind of in the middle of the line. I want to tell you a story about my comfortable lie. So this was after we had our second child. So have an eight-year-old and then we had a baby when I was 44. Okay. Not a super easy um, post-birth, right? Because at 44, it's hard on the body. Like I had hormones tank and all that kind of stuff. Um, But oh my gosh, a beautiful blessing to us, a beautiful blessing, joyful family for, you know, we have our eight-year-old daughter and new baby and Dr. Kobsar and just joyful, but I was a mess. I was a joyful mess, but I was a mess after I had this child. Well, what happened was I turned into a not joyful mess, just a mess. And I began to really get out of balance as far as my thoughts and my mindset. And I felt like I had postpartum depression, but this was going on for a long time. I was in an uncomfortable lie that I had postpartum depression after this baby. It went on for a year. You know, our eight-year-old, I kind of think like, how did she handle seeing me so messed up for so long? And Dr. Kopsar, he you know, such a patient man, but I mean, come on after a year, your wife's saying it's postpartum depression when he knows full well, it's not, he kept saying, Jude, let's get your labs done. Let's get your labs done. It's something else. It's not postpartum depression. Let's get moving. Right. But no, I was comfortable in the lie that it was postpartum depression. I didn't want to move from that lie because moving over to the uncomfortable truth would mean that I was not in control. It would mean that all of my adult life, I was in control of my life right? Like I engineered my whole life. Like after I lost my mom at 27 to suicide, that was a a devastating blow to my life. And from that point on, I literally was the engine that powered my whole life on my own. And here I'm out of control. If I tell myself the the uncomfortable truth that it could be something else. So I stayed in that, um, that comfortable lie for a while and it was wrecking our family. 
And it got to the point where I literally was sleeping on the couch downstairs in the living room. We had like a, you know, convertible couch that converted into a bed. I wasn't even sleeping in bed with my husband upstairs with the rest of the family because I was so miserable. And I will never forget at one point I was in so much pain because that mental, emotional pain turns into physical pain. And I was in so much pain in mind, body, and soul that I looked at myself and I was like, all right, I'm at a crossroads here. Like this comfortable lie is now beginning to get uncomfortably painful because if you stay in that that comfortable lie long enough, it becomes uncomfortable, but it actually heads you towards crisis. It doesn't head you toward truth. And I don't want you to go into crisis like I did, right? I would rather you step over into the uncomfortable truth. So that comfortable lie, I looked at it and I'm like, you know what? It's harder to stay here in the lie than it would be to jump over and be uncomfortable in the truth. Okay. Because you got to pick your hard, right? Both are hard, but one hard leads to continued decrease, right? The other one leads to increase. So I put myself in the hands of the very capable Dr. Kobsar. We got my labs done. My true diagnosis was Hashimoto's. You got to believe that was a hard diagnosis for the doctor to give his wife. But I went through the recreate program, got everything resolved, never had to go on medications, nothing like that. It's all good. It's all gone because I went to the uncomfortable truth that I don't know what's going on. And I put myself in his hands, went through the recreate program. And here I am. So don't stay in that comfortable lie. That comfortable lie is going to lead to crisis. I don't want you to lead to crisis. So let's talk about the uncomfortable truth for a minute. We talked about the comfortable lies. Let's talk about the uncomfortable truths. In regards to your health, I'm going to give you some examples of some uncomfortable truths, and they might make you a little bit uncomfortable. (laughs) Hence the term uncomfortable truth. Uncomfortable truth, number one, that I hear often in wellness method, working with people, being in the wellness space, out in the community, talking to people, being a voice of wellness and holistic natural health. Here's truth number one that is an uncomfortable truth that I tell people, and that is you can't outrun a bad diet. You can't out-exercise a bad diet. You can't out-sit up sit-ups, a bad diet. Like that's just the truth. You can be in the gym banging it out, but then if you're going and eating pizza and you're on three or four medications and your liver's inflamed and your gut is toxic and you're not processing your food and you have inflammation and you're drinking beer and just, you know, in and out burger and eating crap all the time, you can't outrun a bad diet. That is uncomfortable truth. Number one, uncomfortable truth. Number two is medications, mask symptoms, and do not cure disease. Medications mask symptoms, but they do not cure disease. You are still sick. That's an uncomfortable truth. Okay. You might be taking thyroid medication and you don't feel depressed anymore because, you know, Synthroid kind of helps with that, but you're masking your symptoms. You still have a thyroid issue. You are still sick. Okay. And in most cases with women, what we find here at Wellness Method, 90% of the women that come in that had a diagnosis of hypothyroidism and they're taking Synthroid, they actually have Hashimoto's, which is what I have, which is an autoimmune condition, which you can't medicate for. And you have to get that resolved at the root cause. All right. Uncomfortable truth. Number three, you are making excuses because you don't want to do the work. Take that Judy. (laughs) That was me, 
right? Like I didn't want to do the work because then that meant I was wrong and I was out of control. It had to be that I was right and that I was in control, right? That comfortable lie. So, so you are making excuses because you don't want to do the work because it takes effort to tell yourself an uncomfortable truth. So you tell yourself things like this. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll start focusing on my health tomorrow. I'll start eating better tomorrow. Um, you tell yourself, I will, it won't work for me. It works for everybody else, but it's not going to work for me. You tell yourself it's too expensive. I'm too busy. I can't do it. Or the one that I hear a lot, I eat pretty healthy. But yet inflammation levels, when they come in and we test them, are through the roof, right? Phase angle is really low. Hydration is low. Okay, so that is that is an uncomfortable truth that you are making excuses because you don't want to do the work. Effort. It takes effort and it's a beautiful kind of effort. Uncomfortable truth number four. Are you ready? Stop doing it yourself and get the right kind of help. Again, that was me, right? Like I can do this. I'll, I'll just go work out or I'll drink a detox shake or something, right? No, no, that's not going to cure postpartum depression or Hashimoto's. And we find so many times that people are trying to do this themselves, like resolve their health conditions. They're trying this thing. They're trying that thing. They see that on the internet. They see the cleanse. You can buy a cleanse at Walmart. Oh my goodness. Don't do that. Stop doing it yourself and get the right kind of help because we hear so much when people finally come in and they start restoring their health. They're like, man, I wasted a lot of time and money. I tried all this stuff and like it worked for a little bit and then I regressed or it got me, you know, I lost like 20 pounds and then I gained 30, you know, like stop doing it yourself and get the right kind of help. That is an uncomfortable truth. And that was a hard one for me, right? You got to put yourself in somebody else's capable hands. I want to tell you a story about a wellness partner that I remember that she had a lot of uncomfortable truths that she had to like look at, that they were like right there, but she had big, wide, tall, comfortable lives that were keeping her from her uncomfortable truths. Lovely, lovely woman. I call them coming in hot. People are wellness partners who are so on fire to restore their health, but they're also really on fire in the area of like excuses and lies. Okay. And the thing that I love about our program is that we work on that as much as we work on your physical health so that you not only come out renewed in body, but you come out renewed in spirit and in mind. It's just beautiful because we need all three. We need all three to be functioning on the highest cylinders, optimal health. So anyway, you know, she comes in and she starts, you know, working through the wellness program, but she hit this wall in the weight loss phase. So we have this weight loss section of our program for those people that are having, you know, weight loss goals that want to lose weight. It's called metabolic reset because it's not a weight loss plan. It's actually, you're resetting your metabolism and weight loss is a beautiful side effect of resetting your metabolism. So she's running through this phase and she's losing weight, but boom, she starts making excuses and telling comfortable lies to herself. It's hard. I can't do this. I work all the time. I'm too busy. I have no support. These are comfortable lies. Why? Because that means you don't have to take any effort. You just get to sit in those comfortable lies. Her weight loss stalls when she starts telling herself these things and telling our coaches these things. And we have amazing coaches here at Wellness Method that, that are on our team and that work under the supervision of Dr. Kobsar. And, you know, they're talking about her saying, you know, she's just running up against these excuses and these lies and we got to help her break through. Well, her weight loss stalled and she was still doing everything she was supposed to do. 
but it's stalled. Why? Because of this, because of our mindset, because of our thoughts, because of those comfortable lies. So through coaching, we helped her move past those barriers, showed her the uncomfortable truths that were staring her right in the face. And this one, man, she came in hot, but she also went forward hot because once she understood it, and she faced those uncomfortable truths. She moved right through that weight loss phase. Boom, her weight loss picked up again, kickstarted again. She reached all of her goals just for a matter of looking at what you're doing that you are telling yourself that's stopping you and making the shift and moving you forward. It was beautiful effort, but it took effort, right? It took effort. <clears throat> now I'm going to read to you. Um, another excerpt from As a Man Thinketh. Like I said, I love this book. I read it three times. I highly recommend it. And this is going to kind of speak to the effort piece here. Okay. Now, this book, it's kind of a hard, it's, it's hard read sometimes, just the way he writes, but I'm going to explain this to you. So, the weakest soul, knowing its own weakness and believing this truth, meaning, you're telling yourself comfortable lies. You're sitting in the comfortable lies, right? That's your weakness, right? And you're believing that truth. However, that strength in that person can only be developed by effort and patience, okay? Moving into the uncomfortable truths, that takes effort and patience, because you have to be consistent. This will thus then at once begin to exert itself and add effort to effort patience to patience and strength to strength, and it will never cease to develop and will at last grow divinely strong. Just like a physically weak person can make himself strong by, by careful patience and training in the gym, right? So can the person of weak thoughts make themselves strong by exercising themselves in right thinking. Read this book really good. Reach out to us if you, if you want to, you know, know where to get it. All right. I hope that was helpful. I hope this podcast was helpful. If this speaks to you, pass it on to somebody, because honestly, we really do not give enough attention to the way we think and how that translates to the people that come into our life, the situations that come into our life, the things that happen, the things that we create, pass this on, share it with somebody that you care about. Now, before I close, I want to say something about the power of your thoughts heading into this next season of local, state, and even world events. Be careful of allowing stress, fear, and uncertainty run the show. And when I mean that, I mean run the show up here. Make sure your health does not get put on the back burner. In fact, it should be made your focus right now. If anything, this past year and a half has taught us, it has been that your physical body, your internal systems of your body, your cells must be made a priority. So guard your thoughts, guard your soul, and get moving on your health. All right, you guys, thank you for joining me on the Master Your Thoughts podcast, and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to my podcast and I hope you will join me again next week for a brand new episode.